This is a podcast by the Straits Times. Hello and welcome to Pop Vouchers, a pop culture podcast by the Straits Times. My name is Jen Lee, and I'm joined as always remotely now by Yosem Joe. Hello, hello, hello. Hey Jen, how are you doing? How are you coping with all this circuit breaker stuff? <sighs> Let's just sigh and leave it at that. Just <sighs> you miss okay, me, right? You miss me. People, you know, sunlight, everything. Yeah, Outside I miss having world. like long, meaningful, deep conversations, like in person. You know, yes, uh, where we get riled up over things, which I think is what we might do today because today's I topic think is that pretty. Is what we are doing today. Yeah, yes. today's topic is pretty contentious. Yes, today we are talking about couples with considerable age gaps between between them, and being a pop culture podcast, of course, we are talking about celebrity couples, uh, specifically. So the news pack here is that South Korean actor So Ji Sub, you'll know him from things like Master Sun and Oh My Venus, and he's forty two, and he just announced that he's getting married to former TV presenter Cho Eun Jong, who's twenty six. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think they might have already married. They tied the knot already, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is pretty big news because Sochi Sub is like a, a really huge uh, K-drama lead. If you guys know anything about K-dramas, he's a huge star. So we thought it might be good to segue into a discussion of just like large age gap relationships in celebrity-dom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, this is what a lot of people call a May-December romance, right? Um, mm. May because like the younger party right it represents spring right because mm. in the spring of their life they're just starting out wow and then december represents winter because i mean quite understandably the older person is associated with um you know the oldest the you know the season where everything is like leaves are falling and like it's cold it's so sad it's very sad but yeah or it could be beautiful because you know hey winter sonata whatever right yeah, yeah. unfortunately when someone describes a, uh, you know, a relationship with a huge age gap as a May-December romance, it usually indicates some sort of ulterior motive by one party, be it like for money or for power. Uh, we'll delve more into that with our examples because there's so many of them, like like Jen, you said, in the celebrity galaxy in, in particular, right? Mm-hmm. So in Korea, you have like uh, Soji Seop and like, you know, Yeon Jung. Um, in Taiwan, you have Jay Cho and Hannah Quinlivan, right? You have Alva Xiao and all her boyfriends. Uh, you have... Uh, in America, even, you have Mariah Carey and Brian Tanaka. You have Madonna and her boys. Leo DiCaprio and his young models. Um, yeah, so ETC, many. ETC, so many. ETC, yes. so, deng deng, yeah, exactly. Yes, so we're going to use them, you know, as sort of case studies to ask some questions that are relevant to relationships in general, I think, and our, and our understanding of relationships. So when it comes to couples, bit dating or marriage, like, at what point does huge age gaps get creepy and when are they okay? And mm-hmm. why are we so like why are we comfortable with some of these things and um why are we uncomfortable with some of these things and comfortable with some of these things or at the very least okay or tolerate it, right? Right. So when is it problematic and should we ever pass judgment on somebody else's relationship? I mean of course, you know, this is a topic that I think people will have different experiences coming and people will have different anecdotes coming in. So we're not saying that, you know, what we say today applies for everybody. But I think we can, you know, examine certain uh, certain issues brought up by this sort of celebrity relationships and our reactions to them and what that says about us. Mm-hmm. That's true. We can relate it to our own personal relationships as well, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess this question about whether age gaps are creepy or okay, right? Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. suffice to say, it will depend on a few things, right? Yes. Um, 
I mean, the actual age gap is one thing. Like sometimes you look at a couple and you're like, whoa, they're like 20 or 30 years apart. And immediately a lot of things come to your mind, like, is it going to work out or whatever, you know? Is she waiting for him to die to inherit all his fortune? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty true. much what everyone that's thought true. of, you know, Hugh Hefner and Nicole Smith. young wives. Right, yeah. and Nicole Smith and, and Jay Marshall as well. You're right, you're right. And of course, the phase of life of each party, right? Like, you know, the person in the spring and in the winter, like one person might be a student in school, right? And the other person might be like, I don't know, a veteran, somewhere else mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, and of course yeah. like very importantly is it legal la? like you know does um, what does the law definitely say definitely there are some that we mentioned today that skirt the line a little bit mm-hmm. so and some that go straight on into illegal land so yeah uh, alright so let's, let's get, get right into, into it. it Jay Cho and Hannah Quinlivan oh, aka man. Quinn oh, Ling man. oh right? man this one I have so, so many thoughts you have so many thoughts okay so just to set it up first Jay Cho is currently uh, 41 and Quinn Ling Hannah Quinn Levin she's 26 um, they the, have been married for about 5 years I think has it been and 5 years yeah I think about 5-6 years they have 2 kids right. oh my god 2 kids Jalen Romeo Cho and Hathaway Cho <laughs> oh my goodness leave it at that I'm just saying one day <laughs> the we should names. probably we should probably one day do a podcast on celebrity names just saying yes let's Northwest, do let's do Blue Ivy let's go anyway let's go. <laughs> yes Anyway, um, Jaycho is the one that I get really grossed out thinking about because mm-hmm. because Jaycho didn't just meet her when she was 21, which was the age they got married. He had been dating her about four years before that. So when she got together with Jaycho, she was 17 and he Ooh. was over 30. La. He was 31, 32, I think. Okay. And uh, sure, she's not illegal. You know, but that's the one that I get grossed out thinking about lah. Because, in part, it's because all the narrative about Quinn Ling, right? When the news came out that she was dating him, mm-hmm. I don't think it came out immediately. Like I think it came out in spurts, and then it became very clear about two years into their relationship that they were dating. Jay Cho is not the kind to like go about talking about his girlfriends. So, um, you know, all that news reporting was very fluffy. Like, it was all like, look at the new J lady on the blog. Because they call them J lady, J Nilan. So, <laughs> because he has, he has several. He, he has a pretty rich right. dating history. And then, like, it's all like, wow, she's so filial to his mom. Look at the gifts that he got her. Like, it just, it, what, nobody mentioned, hey, J Cho is an adult man dating a teenager. Like, nobody said it in those terms. And I remember mm. feeling uncomfortable watching that play out because I was in JC when it when I saw this play out and she was right. one year older than me. Oh so I felt yeah. very it felt like oh my god like I felt very like she is so young. Oh my god Jenny could have so been you you could have been married to J Cho. No no <laughs> I don't want to. and J Cho clearly only likes really hot women but you know so I think you're not that bad. Give yourself a chance. By the way she's I'm single and available bad. everyone so yes, thank sign you. up. Hi hi guys. Yeah, we'll give you an um, email later. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole thing is the whole thing about um the narrative around Quinling is the one that I felt really uncomfortable about and it continues to this day. Like the narrative is and and props to Jay Cho, he has proven himself to be a very devoted husband. You know, he seems to be very doting on on her and their entire family. So mm. good for him, right? But like even until now the the, narr- the narrative is sh- look at her blessed life she met Jishu at 17 and got married to him at 21 every single reporting that we ever hear about Quinling is only in relation to, to Jay her Cho. to Jay Cho. 
to to her status as a married woman of a very mm. powerful man. Like, right. that is the only story we ever hear about Quilling. So it adds to just how I feel uncomfortable with it altogether. And also the fact that she was 17. So, yeah. Right, 15-year age difference. Hmm. Okay, yeah. let's ponder on that. Let's ponder on that. Let's go then on to our next to case study. Move over the, the, the continent to Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood, Hollywood. I think this one is one that everybody knows about lah. Okay, it's been the butt of jokes lah. So mm. let's go for it. Leo DiCaprio. Leo <laughs> DiCaprio, Sam Hey, Leo DiCaprio. So, I don't know about you guys, but he's dating... Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but he's dating um, model Camilla Marone, okay? Mm-hmm. He's currently 45 mm-hmm. and she's 22. So that's an over 20, 20 year over gap, okay, between them. He's known. Oh, that is true. I didn't think yeah, about yeah, it yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. But anyway, this is not the first young woman that Leo has Wait, dated, can I right? Just, can I just make an observation here? Yes. That Camilla Morone probably wasn't even born when Titanic was showing in theaters. No. <laughs> just, Wait, just Titanic <laughs> was let's count Titanic was nineteen ninety seven. So Yes. So, so Camilla Morone is twenty two. Oh dear. 1997 is 23 years ago. Oh 23 no. years ago. So, oh just gosh. say. Well, now that we know that, <laughs> this gives us yeah. a very good optics for our discussion because... Oh, no, no, no. Wow. She, was, she was six months old. She was six months old. Okay. Still, yeah. she was an infant. She was an infant when... She was an infant. When Leo was capturing hearts in Titanic, guys. Ooh. But um, I okay. think this one is super famous because... Leonardo DiCaprio has a pattern, like a very well-established pattern of only dating younger women, not yep. past the age of 25. He smells 25 and their relationship is over. Like, Yes, which is, so why re- which is why recently at the Golden Globes, Ricky Gervais, the host, right, he actually made a joke mm-hmm. about um, Martin Scorsese's movie, The Irishman, because it's so long, it's over like three like hours. Three hours, yeah. He's like, oh, by the end of it, you know... Uh, Leo attended attended the screening with his girlfriend, and by the end of it, she was too old for him. <laughs> yeah, which is quite hilarious. I love that thing. Um, yeah. and there is actually a chart. I don't know who is the genius who had the time and the fortitude to make this, but there is a chart that charts out Leo's relationships from twenty four to forty four, and mm. all his girlfriends are below the age of twenty five. And the moment they hit twenty five, their relationship ends. So there yeah. is. A, there, are, there is data, there's scientific data on this man, guys. And all of them, every single one of them, happen to be Victoria's Secret models, right? Aside from ba- Blake Lively. So for oh, aside from one brief period, yeah, for a very short time, uh, he was dating Blake Lively, and then that was, that was it. So, you know, I'm just saying, only mm. Blake Lively is not a VS model, and even then, Blake Lively, Blake Lively has the body to be a VS model. So right, she might as well be. So I guess he has a very specific type. Suffice mm, to white, say, white, blonde, uh, tall model women. Yeah, right, yeah. who are below twenty five. What I can very reasonably conclude from looking at data, like actual data provided to me, is that he isn't a person that's looking for anything beyond youth and looks in a woman. And, mm. you know, fine, whatever floats Leo's boat, if he wants to keep doing that until he's 80, fine, go ahead. But I just have less respect for him, lah, you know? I just think less of him because of it. And it doesn't just apply to men, right? I mean, there are women uh, in 
in relationships with younger men. So, for example, Mariah Carey, your favorite, Sandro. Yes, so Mariah Carey is one of the very famous examples. We're going to use her as another case study to represent all the older women out there who are dating younger men, right? We know that Mariah Carey, who is currently... She recently turned either 50 or 51. It's unclear what her age is. If you go on Wikipedia, right? You, we don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. We don't know when she was born because she's like, you know, she's like, she she's doesn't celebrate her. She, yeah, she doesn't celebrate her birthdays, by the way. She's like, what is age? You know, she's one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> you will never find out. You will she's never ageless. find out. Yeah, she is. Um, she's been dating her backup dancer, Brian Tanaka, for quite a while now. So there mm-hmm. is like, he's 37. So that's about like a 13 or 14 year difference. Okay, and um, and let's face it, Lami Mariah is the diva, right? She's pretty much covered the entire spectrum when it comes to dating guys. Um, she dated, uh, uh, I mean, she was so married people. to Nick Cannon, obviously, right? You know, she had two kids with him, and then she was engaged to James Packer, um, who is fifty-two. He's a billionaire, and he's fifty-two, so he's around her age. So she's date, she's dated people very close to her age and like younger than her, like Nick Cannon, and then even younger than her now, Brian Tanaka. So. Um, she kind of like started to date him after her engagement to billionaire James Packer broke off. And this was documented on her documentary, uh, Mariah's World. She herself was the younger woman in a relationship because when she first made her debut, she was married to uh, Tommy Mottola. I'm not sure if you guys remember. He was the head of Columbia Records, um, you know, um, from um, of Sony Music. And he was the guy who basically launched her career. So she was this young thing and he was this much older, like very, you know, powerful music executive, right? And she was, he was the one who launched her career. And then she was married to him. Eventually they got a divorce and she came out after that, you know, to say that, you know, um, it was a pretty emotionally abusive and controlling relationship. So you can see that after her divorce, her music went from like, oh, you know, oh, vision of love, very pop music, her all covered up, you know, from head to toe. She always talks about how she was, made to cover herself from head to toe. So now look at all her clothes. Like, she's quite yeah, revealing. Very bodycon, yeah. Very bodycon. All the cleavage is there, you know. And then even her music changed, you know. She went from in a more R&B and hip-hop direction, you know. And very interestingly, she even wore her wedding dress that she, uh, in which she got married to uh, Tommy Mottola in her We Belong Together music video. So this, this is a little bit of, like, lamb trivia for everyone out there. Mm. So she wears it, in this music video, she's getting married to an older man, okay, mm-hmm. and she's wearing this, and then she, you know what, she runs off to find the, a younger man uh, played yeah. by Wentworth Miller in the music video, she runs mm-hmm. off and like to find him, like, so she kind of like absconds, and um, essentially, like, you know, a lot of people took it to say that, yeah, she still has baggage from that first marriage to Tommy Mottola, so she was Fairly in a... Very clearly, she still has it, she references yeah. it, I think, so... So Tommy, oh yeah, Tommy Mottola was 20 years her senior. So now it's her turn to date younger guys, um, you know, that are much younger than her. Um, again, I love her and I'm not anyone to judge her. I feel like whatever rocks her boat, I just hope that, you know, she finds true happiness. Um, and yeah. she's not the only older woman who dates younger men, of course. Like you have, uh, yeah. in Asia, you have Elva Xiao, right? Elva Xiao, she's like come out before to be like, guys, stop, like, stop getting on me for the men that I date. Because she... She has had several boyfriends who are significantly younger than her, like maybe 10-year age gaps, even even larger. I think her current boyfriend is Justin Huang, who mm-hmm. I think is like 16 or like 18 years apart from her. 16, sorry, 16. Yeah, she's 40 right now. So, so you know, I mean, these are all, I think, cases that people have somewhat accepted. Like, people don't, you know, fully... 
people are basically not saying that they are problematic. Yeah, and... but but a lot of people do cast judgment on these women like Mariah Carey and Alva Sell. They say, oh, these are all the Lao Hyals. Like, you know, uh, why Cougar. they dating younger men? Yeah, Cougars. Yeah, yeah. They're dating people that are too young for them. I think those are like somewhat accepted relationships. So far, we've talked about that. Like accepted by society, not really judged by society. But there are relationships that are wildly inappropriate and have been talked about in those terms. So one of the most famous examples is Woody Allen and Suni Previn. They mm. are married. They are married. They are still with married. Kids. With kids. With kids. With Two adopted kids. children. They have, they have been married for over 20 years. Right. Still, it always is brought up as an inappropriate example. There is firstly a 35-year age difference between them, but that is not really why people are grossed out by it. Um, if you it's know, how they met. It's how they met. The story goes that Woody Allen was famously the romantic partner of actress Mia Farrow. They were together for like over a decade, I think. And that's how he met Suni because Suni was Mia's adopted daughter with her ex-husband, Andre Previn. Mm. So that's Scandal. how they met. That is actually how they met. Somewhere yeah. along the line, Woody Allen got sexually involved with Suni. We don't know at what age, um, but Mia found nude photos of Suni, who was 22 at the time, in Woody Allen's house. Uh, we don't know whether by that time, Mia Farrow's relationship with Woody Allen had ended, but guys, it's messy, okay? Suni's own, her own right. account is that it was all consensual, and that Woody mm. Allen was never a father figure to her. And that, you know, she is still very happy with him. She still defends him to this day. She is still married to the man. Right. She was only like 9 or 10, I think, when Woody and Mia first got together. So it's it's very messy because um, there are allegations of assault on both sides and abuse on both sides. So it's sort of like split camp. So like um, Mia Farrow has a few kids who allege that um, uh, Woody and the molested one of them. And then... Um, she also has a few kids. Mia Farrow also has another child who alleges that Mia Farrow was the one who abused them, who was an mm. abusive parent. Suni and also they... alleges that Mia was not very kind to her. So, yeah. messy, messy, messy. Messy. Samjo, thoughts? This is really dirty laundry in, yes. in public if there ever was one, like, you know, family dirty laundry aired out for everyone to see. Uh, my thoughts, I mean... Um, as much as I'm the, I'm the sort of person who goes like, you know, do whatever you want, like, you know, this is your relationship, not mine. But the fact is, uh, what I find slightly disturbing is that when Woody and Suni first got to know each other, at that point in time, she was probably only nine or 10 years old. Yes. There, so there is a very much a possibility of grooming. Um, yeah. So sexual we, grooming. I'm very uncomfortable with Woody Allen. Um, mm. because of a lot of issues and this is one of them and I do feel like if you get to know someone in context as a child as a child of your girlfriend oh man developing a relationship with them is not cool like if you believe that a father shouldn't be sleeping with his daughter then I mm. think by some extended logic at the very least even if you don't hold Woody Allen to the same standard as a father at the very least, you have to feel deeply disturbed by this relationship. Yeah, and of course, Woody Allen and Suni Previn aren't the only, like, you know, um, classic case of inappropriate relationships. 
in, in the celebrity galaxy. We also have very famously R. Kelly and Aaliyah. Rest, Rest in, in peace, peace. Rest in yeah. peace, baby girl. So um, R. Kelly is this really famous, like, you know, um, singer-producer. Yeah. Right. You all know him, right? You know his songs like, I believe I can fly. And he also had like, Ignition, right? And Aaliyah had, more than a woman, more than a woman. And then, if at first you don't succeed, pick yourself up and try again. Okay. <sighs> anyway, unfortunately, she died in a plane crash. Um, but they got to know each other. They were working on her debut album, which incidentally is called Jen. H A nothing but a number. Ding, 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 ding. She Red was flag. 14. She was 14 at the time of the debut album. Kelly yeah. was, I would say, 26, 27 news broke out that mm. they married illegally. So right. there were like papers that came out that said they they that they were married la and she was fifteen at that time, but she wrote that she was eighteen on the cert to make it legal. So she cheated la. Right. Like, Basically it was yeah, an illegal marriage. It was an um, illegal marriage. And I think suffice to say creepy. I would call this very creepy and very um highly inappropriate. I mean R. Kelly as we know is an established um um Predator. convicted sexual predator right at this point of minors yeah, of minors of minors so he's currently so, in jail and everything so yeah um, and this came very late r kelly was only put into jail like 20 plus years after all this stuff with Aaliyah went down so yeah. we we definitely like dropped the ball uh, on on r kelly yeah we'll dive a little bit more later into our own personal feelings about um you know such relationships but if you're enjoying this podcast so far and hasn't bummed you out yet with the R. Kelly allegations, uh, then please do consider subscribing to us and rate and reviewing us uh, on Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. You can find us at hashtag popvouchers or you can find us at the Straits Times Audio Features. Thank you very much. Yeah. Now back to our show. Okay, so today we are talking about couple age gaps, right? Our yeah, yeah, May-December yeah. romances creepy or are they okay so oh, there are like so many examples right but yeah i think what what um stands out to me and i think it stands out to you as well is how society views older men dating younger women versus older men, women dating younger men yeah for sure because for me i find that you know there is some sort of like a gen- uh, gender stereotype and double standards right you mm-hmm. have when older women date younger men, they're always called like the cougar, even if she's not that much older, you know? I mean, look yeah. at how, um, look at how uh, Mariah Carey has been portrayed, um, you know, uh, and Elva Cell as well. You know, they're all saying, oh, they're all like, you know, trying to regain their youth. They want everything. the xiaoxian role, which means, want... in Chinese, it means fresh meat. Yeah, exactly. So it's a but, bit demeaning, la. yeah. Yeah, but when it comes to older men, like, you know, people go like, ooh, yeah, he's like a daddy. I mean, look at, like, George Clooney and Amal Alamuddin, right? Like, you know, he seems to get a pass, you know, um, unless, of course, the situation is, like, a very predatory, of a very predatory nature. But, uh, you know, older men get called, like, you know, daddy and, like, you know, older women are just called cougar. It's and in cool, fact, they're, you know, like, Leonardo DiCaprio is still seen as cool, like... Yeah, exactly. And a very good example also is Madonna, right? Like, you know, she's 61 now. Um, she's rumoured to be dating uh, this dancer, Alamalik Williams. He's 25. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, apparently, like, you know, so according to the tabloids and everything, his parents approve of the relationship. She's visited the parents and all that. 
But um, you know, a very famous talk show host Wendy Williams, right? You know, on on her show, um, Hot Topics. How are you doing, right? She openly slammed the Queen of Pop, you know, for dating this guy because why? She's like, "Hello, woman. You know, Ala Malik, your current boyfriend, only a couple of years older than your daughter." So she called like you know Madonna a grandma, an old grandma who's not aging gracefully. So I mean, the the way in which like people talk about. Um, all the yeah, women dating younger not, guys is very, very demeaning. It's very demeaning. I do feel that as well. And I definitely feel that if like a 60-year-old guy was dating a 25-year-old woman, we don't tend to talk about them in those terms. In yeah. those like, you, your old grandpa at your age. Like, we don't talk about it in that way as much. But yeah. I also feel that it works in another way, um, in a way that almost favours women, I think, is that we tend to be a lot more wary of older men. So we are less likely to assume right. women as predators and um, abusers, even though they do have the cap- capacity to be that. Lah. So, you know, it, it really mm. works both ways. And um, generally, that gendered bias in, in how we think of such relationships, I think, reflects a lot about how we think of men and women in general and our own yeah. uh, you know, understandings of gender and power. Let's talk a little bit about our own feelings because I think Sandra and I have very different feelings uh, when yeah. it comes to this topic. Okay, so I guess to summarize like my thoughts in like just a few words, it's basically different strokes for different folks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, society has basically wired us, you know, to frown upon large age gaps in relationships. You know, I guess maybe um, there have been a lot of examples of them, um, of such relationships not faring well, you know, uh, like we've discussed before. There might be a power imbalance, you know, there might be abuse, there might be um, basically inappropriate, like, you know, things being done in a relationship. But I guess it's important to note that it doesn't happen to all of such, um, you know, mid-December romances, right? You know, we ought to distance ourselves from from such a deep-seated bias and prejudice, lah. That's what I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. you know, because, I mean, what, look at, you know, we're so conditioned to seeing the image of, of happy couples that are, you know, one, heterosexual, right? Two, all around the same age, um, three, um, um, having the same body type, you know, four, the man usually has to be taller than a woman. So every time we see something that is different, like suddenly we see like a, a woman who's taller than a man or like, um, or maybe a large age difference or a different body type, we are like, whoa, we, 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 we take a second glance. I mean, it's human nature because it's not something that's that common, right? So it almost, I feel like almost blinds us to the possibility that, you know, other options and combinations are out there and could very well work for some people. Maybe not you yourself. Maybe you wouldn't want that for your own relationship, but it could work for some people, you know. So my view is that if two people are happy and they're not getting, and no one is getting harmed, no one's getting hurt, you know, and it's legal, of course, then why should we stop them? You know, because who are we to judge? What do you think, Jen? I think... There are definitely parts that I disagree with. Um, mm-hmm. I, I see where you're coming from. I respect it. And I can understand why you feel like, hey, it's other people's business. Let's not, let's not pull out, poke our noses around it. But I do think that the, the somewhat, the, the prejudice or bias that we have against large age gap in relationships is somewhat justified at the very least. Like, I'm not saying all relationships like this are abusive or should be condemned. You know, clearly some people have very productive, very fulfilling, very happy, healthy relationships with people uh, far apart from them in age. 
But mm. we know for a fact that there is a higher propensity for abuse and manipulation in these relationships because of, for example, the difference in financial security, career progression, life experience, the development of your emotional maturity. You know, it can make it very skewed in one direction. And we also know that there are people in these relationships who are in a lesser position of power and they accept it or they don't question it. And again, I'm not advocating anyone to go out and judge all large age gap relationships. And I'm definitely not saying that Jay Cho or Soji Sap, you know, is a predator. Um, I'm just saying, like, keep an eye out, right? Like, mm-hmm. don't assume the best. Because I think it comes with being a woman. Like, assuming the worst of somebody is always the safest option for me. So if they change my mind, it's great, but I don't let my gut down until that happens. And in some way, I, rep- I apply the same logic to, to this sort of things. Like, if my friend told me, if my friend who's 31, let's pretend that my friend is 31 and he's Jay Cho's age, told me that he's dating a 17-year-old, I would be super concerned. I would mm. sit down with my friend and be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why are right. you dating a 17-year-old girl? What, what are your intentions here? Like, I would feel the need to be capable. I think that is good because, sure, if it turns out to be true love, uh, that's wonderful. But there are consequences that are very disastrous when we are very quick to give people a pass. When we are very quick to be like, hey, it's not my business, I don't capable. Because okay. when we do that, sometimes things like R. Kelly happen. You know, mm. like, sometimes mm. it can go in a really bad direction. And I do think that if you have a very established pattern of only dating very, very young women or very, very young men, then I'm going to keep an eye out on you, man. Like, I'm going to keep an eye out on you to make sure everything seems above board, right? So, like, we don't want another R. Kelly, man. Like, we knew all the way back in the 90s that R. Kelly was shady. Like, we knew it. We knew it. We let him walk around with all mm. that power and privilege and wealth, continue making, letting him make music and make money, and he, like, walked around for 20 over years victimizing more women and minors. So that's not cool, right? So, again, I'm not saying anybody that we've talked about, you know, J. Cho, Sojisab, Leonardo DiCaprio, is in any way equal to R. Kelly. I'm just saying, you know, keep an eye out, lah. You know, what's the harm in that? Don't, don't be so quick to leave them be, lah, I think. I, all I'm trying to say is, yes, let's not... Um support inappropriate behavior that you know is clearly predatory in nature and abusive but when it comes to uh, especially when it comes to celebrities right or like even to your friends and it's so easy to like you know go down the wendy williams uh, route of gossip and to mm-hmm. say that oh just because you know this older person is dating a younger Be malicious person yeah. mm, and to say that you know be- because she's an older woman dating a younger man and therefore she like you know has uh, she's really desperate and therefore she's really like, you know, um, chewing beyond her means. I feel like that's like, uh, that really, I mean, I love Wendy Williams, but that really wasn't her position to say. So all I'm trying to get at is like, you know, when it comes to looking at these relationships, let's not be so quick to judge. But I think you're also right. Let's not be so quick to give them a pass mm-hmm, at the same time. So, I mean, striking that balance, I guess, um, yeah, yeah. like looking out for and protecting like the people that you care for. But also knowing that it might very well be true love and it might be, you know, it might be a very healthy relationship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now with that, I think that is definitely a huge enough dose of pop culture for this week. 
So if you have any more ideas on what we should talk about, please do email us at podcast at sph.com.sg. You can email me at jenly at sph.com.sg or find me on my Instagram, jenlywrites. Samjo? You can also email me at yosamjo at sph.com.sg or find me on Instagram at sam underscore jomato. All right, so tell us so, what you think about this episode, you know, and tell us what you want to hear about next, right? Um, and do you guys think that May-December romances are creepy or do you think they're okay? Or do you agree with us that, you know, it's often a grey area and that we just need to look out for both ends of the equation? Let us know what you think. And until our next episode... Stay home, stay safe. She's Jen. He's Sam Joe. And we are... Pop Vouchers. Thank you for listening. Ah, ah, ah. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.